0: All right, I got one. Alyssa Milano. I knew you were going to be hot when you were nine. Every food tastes good with melted cheese. I like twins unless they're Siamese. Don't store your condoms in your billfold. Those things don't work if they get dry and old. Broken rubber, broken rubber. Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? It's so freaking good. Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? If you haven't, then I think you should. I was sitting in the kitchen one day and I was itching to fill up my belly with the piping hot jelly of the best damn treat in the world. He's talking Pop-Tarts! And I saw a stick of butter and it almost made me shudder and scream like a baby girl. I don't want a giant penis or a rocket trip to Venus. I don't want to win the lottery. I just want to squat and gobble till I'm dizzy and I wobble in a Butterfruit and Joe Tart dream. So I put butter on a Pop-Tart. It was so freaking good. Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? If you haven't, then I think you should. Everybody, come along with us. Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? It's so freaking good. Yeah, have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? If you haven't, then I think you should. Top time! My eyes are red! I've
1: been burning, I've been burning! The reason
0: why my eyes
1: are red! I've been the reason why My what? eyes are red! I I Welcome burning. to Magic and Hash, my name's Tim. My, Enter random penis joke here. And joining me from Cast Mexile, who do we have?
2: Howdy homies, it is I, the gutter guru, Sid Swami, with now extra fart sound effects provided by Henry's Cajun 15 Bean Soup.
1: <laughs> and a man known for his 2013 Ski Ball Championship title, John Holland!
3: Hey, man, that skee-ball's no joke. Like, every, every year there was a uh, serious skee-ball championship in my hometown at the Labor Day Festival. That's where I earned my stripes, man. Dude, I'm so excited. John's
2: back. John has been gone for so long. John, where have you been, man?
3: Uh, Well, I was actually on the beautiful uh, Hawaiian island of Oahu. Oh, excuse me, the Hawaiian island of Oahu. Uh, for two glorious weeks, but I was there for, like, family stuff, not for anything fun, and the only thing cool I got to do is watch a, uh, Korean women's golf tournament while I was having dinner one night.
2: Oh, sweet! Were they
3: lesbians? Um, I don't think so, like, Koreans aren't big on that lesbian thing, and, like, women's golf is kind of a big thing, but it was, like, the Latte Championships, so it wasn't even, like, LPGA or anything, and we were just, like, uh, sitting there on the patio, and, like, you watched them trot by between holes, so... Uh, yeah, excitement. LPGA, does the L stand for lesbians?
1: Yes, yes it does. I understand why there aren't a lot of Korean lesbians, because have you ever eaten a sideways pussy? This shit, it gets messy.
3: Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Ay, ay, ay.
1: Oh, you need some Szechuan sauce? Tiny Rick, bitch. Tiny Rick!
2: All right, this one got off the rails quick. (laughs) John, we found this guy,
3: Jason, but he's not here this week.
2: Have Jason, you have heard you about... heard about?
3: No, I, I no, I don't know anybody named Jason. I don't know what you're talking about.
2: Okay. Uber <laughs>
4: slut.
2: Uber ooh, Uber slut. Yeah, that's who it is. You know Uber slut.
3: No, I, I totally don't know him at all. You see, I wear glasses, and I don't think that this uber slut Jason does.
2: Ah, well, he does, but hmm, I didn't know you wore glasses. Are you getting Are you getting John confused with Jason? Is that what you're doing? Because I think that's now, how, what our listeners do. How can anybody do that?
3: that? We look totally, totally dissimilar. I mean, there's there's no resemblance at all.
1: Sid, have you ever noticed? They're never in the same room at the same time. Oh, uh, haha, Tim. I don't I know
3: what you
4: about, Ha, ha, ha. Jimmy! Jimmy Olsen, say hello to Clark Kent. Hi, nice to meet you. I'm Jimmy. I work as a coffee boy, but I'm really a photographer.
2: I've never been in a room with Jason before. I've been in a room with John before, though. Yep. Yeah, that's true.
1: Hey, John, John, what did you guys talk about last time on Project VCR? Project VCR, I
3: don't, I don't know, I mean, I've done some reporting on, on Project VCR, I'm just a mild-mannered reporter, and, you know, every time Project VCR I'll comes you my- around, you know, we do a story about it, but I don't know what you're talking about.
2: I almost had you.
3: God damn it.
2: Almost, almost. He's wily, though. He's wily. Meet me. So, for those that are wondering what the fuck's going on, the new conspiracy theory is that maybe Jason and John are the same dude. John has been known to impersonate his family members, you know, potentially while he was in Hawaii, he might have been making flights back to Langley. You know, you never
3: know, man. John Holland's master of disguise. No, I was totally in Hawaii and I don't have any pictures to prove it. That wasn't all a clever ruse Uh, for me to be somewhere else. Totally not so did you see a
2: volcano while you were in hawaii volcanoes are the shit um it's
3: uh, it's like the whole thing's kind of a dormant volcano so like pretty much anywhere you can see diamond head or uh, some of the other dormant volcanoes so technically yes that's awesome did it did any virgins get thrown into volcanoes <laughs> Uh, yeah, if you can find a virgin on the Hawaiian Islands, then they're, uh, then they're gonna defect to Japan. Speaking of virgins that I want to
2: throw into volcanoes, I went down to the Star City Game Center again. Like I said, I would never do again. Nice segue. Winner
1: of Segway of the Month goes to Sid Swami. I. <laughs> uh, I gotta
2: say, man, when I walked into the place, it just smelled like fucking dirty virgins.
4: Oh, gosh, gosh, but gosh, it's a brand new paperboy. That's a mighty full sack you're carrying. Piss off, you perverted old freak. Oh, we got a fighter.
2: And I knew that I was in a game shop. It's just like the game shop, especially that one that big, It's it's got a certain scent to it. Mm. And you don't smell that anywhere else, aside from maybe, like, the spirograph night at the Boys and Girls Club. But yeah, I walked into there and uh, I played autism with the new branches. magic cards. Ooh, ooh, the autism awareness march. But at least those are outdoors most of the time, so the smell isn't trapped. It just wafts by on the breeze. No, this was like a hyper concentration of just filthy unwashed belly buttons. Woo-hoo. But the new magic cards were sweet.
1: Yeah, I really like this new set.
2: I think it's very powerful. So, what it reminded me of a lot was playing Innistrad Limited. I saw a lot of people uh, doing dredge type tings when they would be like stocking their graveyard with creatures that haven't bombed. And of course, you got your. Did you say dredge type tings? Dredge type tings. Dredge tings, boy. Oh,
0: no.
4: Go now, boy! A rude boy
3: doing jage Hey, 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 hey you're, you're confusing your things. Like, it's voodoo in that culture, not zombies or a tomb or whatever the fuck it is. Crepuscular kyra Yes. But to
0: the natives, Shikaka. Shikaka.
4: Shikaka!
1: Shikasha!
2: Ah!
3: <laughs> embalmed. bomb. white why
1: zombie, man. On you. God, that would be
3: fantastic if they did like a set that was based on Creole and like, Caribbean which culture.
1: Just like witch <laughs> shamans? Rah!
3: Yeah, witch doctors and voodoo and, you know, like artifact severed chicken head or whatever. So I think the Cat is a pretty cool
2: setting. It has very interesting mechanics. Your engine's
1: fucked, it's gonna be like 800
2: bucks. Uh, I'm a big fan of cycling. I forgot how much I loved cycling. As a matter of fact, I was thinking about going ahead and getting a bicycle so I could do more cycling. I could cycle to the Star City Game Center and then cycling my cards and then cycle back home. That's like triple cycling.
1: But if you can't control a woman's cycle, get some hygiena. Ladies and gentlemen, hygiena is there for you because we know your life is hectic. You don't need a baby crapping it up. Hygiena. creator of hopes and dreams and obnoxia. Get some obnoxia to put that hygiena in her.
3: Yo, dog, we heard you like cycling, so we made a set so that you can cycle to cycling and then cycle home if... Even if you're on your
1: cycle.
4: No, you... You didn't have to do the verbal
1: F you and call me a bitch, did you? Did
0: you? Fuck yeah, Comic Cola.
2: Fuck yeah, I'll drink a whole pint of Comic Cola and I'll hop on my cycle and I'll get there in fucking five minutes. It's five miles away. I don't give a fuck though. Comic Cola makes my heart beat so fucking
4: fast, I'll just pump out blood all over the fucking place. I'm like a fountain of blood. It's like, look at that fucking blood, blood fountain on a fucking bicycle riding by. Holy shit.
2: Do you like cycling? I know I do. And whenever I'm cycling, I like to, you know, have a little bit of the Comic-Cola. I sip on it, I discard cards. And they're like, what are you doing? Those those are my children's teeth. Huh? Wait, what are you what are you guys talking about? No, don't call the police. No, it's okay, dude. Come into
1: Uncle Terry's
4: yoga we got two new bicycles over in the corner! You can ride the cycles all day long!
3: Okay, so seriously, with the cycling thing... I mean, how would this be if Emrakul was still in Standard? I mean, what the fuck?
2: It, isn't Emrakul still in Standard? Did Innistrad rotate out already?
3: I'm so confused, man. Oh, it's banned. Oh, it's, it's banned, Sid. Band- it.
2: Oh, previously on Magic and Hash.
3: Yeah, no shit, it do.
2: Diddle-de-doo,
3: diddle-de-doo, diddle-de-doo, diddle-de-doo,
2: diddle-de-doo, diddle-de-doo, diddle-de-doo. Step right up, step right up! Bear witness to a monumental marvel of murderous metallic mayhem! A masterwork machine by magnificent magicians and maddened ether meddlers! Behold, smugglers copter, just four bucks, Sunny Jim! Uh.
0: No, I'm uh I'm 2016 world champion Brian Brown doin. I've obviously already upgraded to Heart of Karen.
2: Your deck is a bloody shame. No need for a claim, let's work on that end game. What Eldrazi that does not pretend, Emerald, the promised end.
1: Ooh, Eldrazi, what you got over here, brother?
2: Twisting, tapping, tightly tensing, tapping tentacles on your opponent, a terrible tyrant, tirelessly tormenting tournament results. A top-tier terror too, troublesome and traumatic for trigger trendy tumbler trolls. Ah, to take your friend's turn and tragically tearing the trust between you two.
4: True bliss.
1: Wait, this Eldrazi doesn't even have a flicker feature. I'm buying cards for John and he wouldn't be into this. Thank you so much.
4: Um, are you only selling cards that are banned? Is that... Get out
1: of here, kid! You're bothering the business. You got anything
4: else?
2: Catch me next month, and I'll have scrappy scoundrels. Oh shit! I forgot about it being banned. How the fuck are cards gonna get banned in standard? That just doesn't make any sense to me. Well, how
3: about how was the plan all along to have fucking cycling with that thing around? I mean, like, Jesus Christ. I think that this is an
2: awesome set for Commander. My boo SB. The awesome Bella Muse, go check her out on YouTube. She got hooked up with some of the new cycling lands that were perfect colors for her Commander deck. She got a green-white, and a blue-white, and a red-green for that matter, which would go cool with the badass new Commander I opened. Ah, shit. Insert card
1: name here. Samut voice of descent three red green for a flash double strike vigilance haste blah 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 other creatures you control have haste white tap untap another target creature he's a three four (sighs) god there's so much text on this card i am tired so
2: i had him uh as like the bomb that i opened and then my other rares were all weird except for the Heart Piercer Manticore, which is like a pretty sweet card, man, especially with some of the kind of effects in this set that allow you to get breaks when stuff dies or you know, enchantment-based removal. There's a lot of that. So you get to sacrifice a creature to him to shoot another creature or player equal to the power. He, he like, flings something when he comes into play, you know what I mean? And he's got embalmed. And so those were my two, like, good rares. So I was just like, fuck it, I'm gonna play green-red. And my green was, admittedly, not very good but my red was fine. I had a lot of stuff that had exert, like I had the creature that you may exert it when you attack, but it also lets you loot.
4: how's it going? It's going it's, going? it's going it's going, great
1: how's it going with you?
4: excellent thank you what's today's secret word? <laughs> it's, it's today's to,
2: secret right, word, is right.
4: Right, rummage well you all remember what to do whenever anyone says a secret word right? scream that's right
2: anytime you exert a creature so i would be getting the added benefit well not loot rummage where you gotta discard first ah, and then draw
4: that's the word of the day RUBAGE! <laughs>
2: but to me it's just as Never good. Never bring back mechanics. What? Never
3: bring back mechanics, they're all brand new. They don't remind you of anything. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh no. <laughs> now, what are you doing here, man?
1: Well you I haven't... heard that you were
4: using some teawears from previous sets, that that's only not in this one though.
2: Did you even have anything to do with this That It seems too fun to no, have...
4: No, oh, jeez. Well, you know, I'm now the lead designer and the rules manager for That's and also the the public face of the media presence of Wizards of the Coast and the Chief Gender Informer for previous cards, so I just don't, you know, there's a lot of hats I wear, so I was only the co-lead for this set with um, veto authority over everything, so no, no, if there's something you didn't like, it's not my fault!
1: (laughs) We thought it would be spectacular to bring back pyramids so that we could give away all these triangle-shaped dice we have. This is terrible. Plus, <laughs> you know, I love cats. And the only
4: thing that I insisted on is that the zombies from Embalm be white because I think that it is very important to have zombie color diversity. And as you know, I love white zombie. Well, also, Favorite Punch band. Also, we know how much you love us to push the edge of printing technology in 2017, so we went back to the 1989 Don Russ baseball cards and had something you could punch out of it. It's amazing! You're able to print it, and then you can push a little piece out and make a token out of it. It's totally brand new in the year of our Lord 2017! You know what I like? Mix-ups between Humans and animals. We made all the gods super silly for you guys. You hope you enjoy. They asked me if I wanted to make the gods enchantments again, and I was like, oh goodness, no, I don't like it when things are also enchantments. Like, they want me to make enchantment lands, and I was like, no way am I ever gonna make enchantment lands. Well, you know, one of the biggest questions I get on my blog, Blog Talk is where is Nicol Boloth? And he's not in this set, motherfuckers! (laughs) It feels good to be the troll for once, I tell you what. We will never print that cocksucker, fuck you! (laughs) Yes, the cards you care about are only gonna be in supplemental sense after all that stink you raised about Emrakule. It's a story card, gosh (laughs) darn, you're not supposed to play it, you're supposed to read it, (sighs) Take a look, it's in a book. A reading rainbow, a reading rainbow, a reading rainbow. Ah, a reading rainbow, a reading rainbow. Since you had my baby, Miracle Band, <laughs> I'll show you, motherfuckers. Yeah, we're gonna put full art uh, lands in here, but it's only gonna be in every third pack and we brought back Magma Spray. Speaking of, full art lands are something very, very special. We're only going to put them in two sets a year instead of a set every seven or eight years like we used to do because we're greedy fucks and we need something to move this horrible, horrible cardboard we're pushing. If it were up to me, we would still only do full art lands and unset. Oh, here's a fun fact. The terrible, terrible art frames that are on our our special cards, they exactly fit the frame of an episode of KU. You know how they have it all whited out there? Well, you can put the frame of an amiket card on there, and it looks like KU's an (laughs) Stop! Oh, God.
1: I love the Caillou reference (laughs) You know, (laughs) Morrow is
3: the kind of fucking guy that absolutely loves Caillou and wants his children to watch it He's like, oh look, it's a whiny little piece of shit, let's watch this and enjoy it and not mention any of the bad things and just insist it's good It's like, that motherfucker is probably single-handedly donating to PBS to get that show produced
1: Don't hate on PBS Come on, what did they do?
2: Jeez, I've never seen Ku before. What is it about?
1: I'm
4: Mauro, I'm Mauro. My name is Morrow. I'm a bald bastard. I don't have. Care. Mario, Morrow, get out of here,
2: you fucking nerd! Why don't they get somebody that doesn't look like a fucking gremlin to be their brand manager and their media manager, like? Why would they put Why would they put Gabby
3: Sparts in your place or something?
1: Because they're not wacky at the office like I am.
3: Can you imagine if Helen Beergut had a fucking uh, Twitter or Tumblr or whatever it is? It's like, here is the frame for it. No, and now that card's banned. Helen
2: Beergut is awesome. Yeah, Beergut's cool, man. I think she does have a Twitter, dude, because she follows Sex Panther Brian Rommel on Twitter. <laughs>
3: Oh, that does not surprise me at all. She's mm, all. I think they were in an orgy together. Yeah, they're all French. They've got different opinions about morality and whatnot. A bird.
0: <laughs> I'm <laughs> down <to> be- <laughs> with
3: it, man. <laughs> 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 dear she wants to have an orgy, but everybody's got to pay for their own plane tickets.
1: Whoa. That's not nice, man. Yeah, John, that's not cool. You've crossed the line here, bro. Let's move on. Alright, so Sid, what did you think was the
2: best color? It looked to me like probably white was the best color. Um, I got some really good white cards, but I didn't have any white bombs. I got Dusk and Dawn, and I was like, maybe this is a bomb, but maybe not. A lot of the games I played and how they played out, and a deck like I was playing, which was like a green-red, stompy kind of deck, that would have been hosed pretty bad by what I could have done with that Dusk and Dawn. But I just don't like to play those kind of weenie strategies in Sealed. I don't think it's a very good
1: idea. I kind of opened a pool where I had an option to kind of do that, too. And I went again. I, I did something different, too. I opened the on-crop uh, on, on crop champion. He's two green and white for 4-4. Four, four. So he's 4-4 for four. four, uh, four, 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 four. Mm-hmm. And then you can exert him when he attacks. And when you do, you untap all other creatures you control. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Yeah. And I had, like, huge big green beefy dudes and I had like a really good green pool. So I was looking for a color to pair it with and he was like my best next card. But some of my white cards are weak. And then blue, I had a, a dual card spring to mind, which is, I could search for, for three mana. I could search for a basic and put it on my, and on my battlefield tab, so it's ramp. And then when it's in the graveyard, I can it's kind of expensive six, but I draw two cards off it later. And then I had a couple other draw spells, and then I had a bunch of stuff like bounce shit to their hand. So I just paired it with blue and I just had huge monsters. Now, if I had like, say I had like 16, 18 creatures, I probably would have gone white and used that other guy and like try to make that plan work. But since I was only really running like 13, 14 creatures, I had to use blue or anything for removal because I wasn't gonna be able to just go my board versus your board. Well, let me ask you this. Did you end up opening
2: any of the uncommon cycle of legendary artifacts that are like a memorial to the gods? Awesome. Because I did not notice, I did not notice those cards in the spoiler. Now I'll admit, dude, I didn't look at the spoiler all that hot before I went into pre-release, but I completely missed that, like during spoiler season. And those things turned out to be great. And I had a main board artifact destruction because it had cycling and I needed to have 22 playables and having that main board artifact destruction was like a moment of genius and I didn't even realize it because those memorials give such an advantage if you can just start casting creatures after you drop that.
1: Well you're talking about the white one because you make a dude if you cast them. I had the green one and the blue one but I, I didn't run the blue one. Cause the blue one says your target creature doesn't untap or untaps it, but it doesn't tap it though. So I mean, if they are like playing some sort of sh- like defensive strategy or compounding them, that's less useful. You know what I mean? And I'm gonna go big green. I was playing the green one. I was playing two of them. The green one is insane because your creature gets plus two, plus two and trample, and you're playing these big green bruisers, so the second you play anything, you're just like, now this huge bruiser has trample. Like, have you seen that that gnarled, uh, hex-proof crocodile? He's a 6-7. Oh my god. Yeah, the big crocodile. Yeah, I had a big
2: crocodile in my deck, dude. I had, like, a lot of good cards, and I'll admit, dude, like, I probably shit the bed on building my sealed deck, because I just kind of built a green-red deck because I had that green-red bomb. And I also had the uncommon green 3-3 that gave all your other creatures trample. And I had that croc. But I had, like, so much other shit that I could have played. I had great blue cards. I had the draw X cards and discard a card. The instant. It's like blue, blue X. Yeah, it's like the Sphinx is red without the life game, but you have to discard a card or whatever, yeah. It's still, re- it's still probably really good, dude. Like, if you get to the end of the game and say you flood it out and then you draw that card, you can just hold that up. Like, I could have played, like, a team or flash deck. But i was just being lazy and only want to play two colors i'm noticing now that like i'm getting a little bit older midnight pre-release isn't like it used to be i remember at midnight pre-release i would get fucked up and like it'd be a party pretty much for me but now it's just like shit. i gotta go to bed <laughs> like i'm tired and uh, i was 2-1 in the pre-release and like the only guy i played it was undefeated, so I had like good like I had a good standing, but I just dropped, man, I dropped after round three because it was like three thirty in the morning, and
3: yeah we got we got a store around here where they stopped doing uh midnight releases because there was just too much autism <laughs> Dude, people are extra autistic, though. There was this
2: guy, so, in the pairing board, when they put the pairing board up, he, like, immediately jumped to the front and, like, put his hand on the pairing sheet, trying to look for his name. And I'm like, move your hand, nobody else can see. And he, like, bucked up and, like, stared me down. He's like, are you talking to me? I'm like, yes, I am. And I, like, looked right past him and just found out where my table was, and I went to go sit down. Like, he don't want to fuck with me, dude. He seriously don't. (laughs) Well, there's something about, like,
3: new abilities that, like, cause people just to lose their fucking minds and forget how the stack works and everything, you know, and (laughs) most of them, especially in, like, the past couple of sets, I mean, they really aren't new mechanics, despite what Morrow says, you know, so it's, I I just don't even really know how you can go in there and not, you know, read the little pamphlet that educates you on what the new mechanics are.
1: John, what what was your favorite color? What did you think was the best?
3: This sounds like a trick because you want me to say
1: white. No, I thought green was the most powerful. I'm, I'm gonna say green, probably
3: followed by red. You know, and I was kind of thinking like, you know, with this rotation, everything, what's gonna survive? Because I really think that this set's gonna take over standard. You know, I think tireless tracker is probably a sure bet because green is so powerful, and that kind of supports uh, what cycling
1: decks want to do. I noticed a few things about limited. I noticed there's just a lot of ramp there's several five or six different ways you could ramp in green so there are also an abundance of huge giant beefy threats so if you have like a good support color and you can ramp into pretty much the biggest cards that they have in the set so you pick up a few of those mana dorks and stuff early on and whatever they have the mana dork for two it's a naga Vitalist for 1 and 1 green. Add a mana to your mana pool. Oh, shit. That's my Naga, dude. Yeah. That's my Naga. That's your Naga. That's my Naga, dog. Naga, please. Add to your mana pool one mana of any type of land you can produce. It's a 1-2. He's like a reflecting pool guy. Yeah, he's really dope. And then there's this one mana... Zero three two 3 2 and a green You can sacrifice her and search up a land And put it on the battlefield tap So she's like a like a kind of a weaker Like rampant growth kind of thing But she's a zero three. 3 So you have a bunch of green things that when it enters You have to put minus 1, minus 1 counters on something else And you're like huge already You just throw them on this chick She's zero three. 3 she can hold a bunch of that counter bullshit You know, like my ex-wife Just load her with all my emotional luggage Here you go, honey Take these Tight I love it. No, you're totally right, dude. And then uh, I think green is just super powerful. You got the, the greater sandworm for seven mana. He's a 7-7. Seven, it seven, can't be blocked by two drops. So if people are trying to do the wide strategy, you just get to your dude and you're like, I'm fucking set. I love it. I played against a Liliana and this
2: guy cycled the greater sandworm. This was the round I lost, by the way. <laughs> so he cycled his greater sandworm and then brought Liliana out and like brought that thing out turn five. And here I am thinking I'm the shit because I got like a 2-3 reach out and like a (laughs) 3-3
1: and he's just like, now here's a 7-7 now. And one of your creatures can't block it the best card i opened was a uh, vizier the menagerie he's three in a green you may look at the top card of your library anytime and you may cast it if it's a creature card and you could spend mana of any color to cast creature spells so i was playing primarily green and i was splashing uh blue for the draw spells and then i had a, a glory bringer as well so i only put two red in my deck because i had two of the dudes that can reflecting pool red mana so if i just get one red mana out i can make two and then cast glory bringer and every time i drew glory bringer i could cast him and it just ended the game this guy's insane. Who is the glory bringer? Is that the dragon? Yeah, he's five mana for a 4-4 four, four haste dragon. And when you exert him, you can do four damage to creature. So he comes out with haste, too. Sandy Bell got the
2: foil glory bringer. That guy's cray-cray.
1: Yeah, he just comes in, basically shoots something for four, and he hits them in the face for four. You know, and they're like, holy fuck.
3: Can you imagine how good that Visor of the Menagerie is going to be in, like, modern? I mean, do you know how powerful that makes decks now if you could just, like, suddenly pull out a Grizzlebane or something like that? Holy shit.
1: Yeah, your mana it does anything. It's insane. It's so crazy because I had that enchantment, the green monument, that gives, you know, green creatures costs one less, and then when you play a creature, it gives something trample and plus two, plus two. But then I had two of the Flash Cougars... Flash cougar. So I was flashing those in as combat tricks and pumping another dude and just ending the fuck out of people, dude. It was so gross. And then untapping and just crushing. Oh my god, it was like wrecking
2: dreams. What you're saying about wrecking dreams when I would drop sammet They'd like swing in with something, you know, something respectable. I think like a, I got a four-two beast with him one time. And then I would just like drop mana core and fucking swing for ten. That's just that was gnarly i think that this is going to be like a really fast
3: format the creatures in it are pretty aggressive man well, i think this is gonna be a lot more fun in limited than kaladesh was
1: for sure it's definitely a new twist i i hate the ripping up the card and putting those little pieces of cardboard on your cards but i see kids doing that all the time and i'm just like you guys are fucking morons and you know what those cards might be worth something in the future because everyone's ripping them up Hold on to those fucking cards.
2: Oh, man, I ripped my. Yeah, up, they're going to be worth a fortune, just like all those... Uh, <laughs> I ripped up,
3: just like all those double face replacements, you know, where you can check off which DFC you've got, because people are doing all of that. Wow, wow. But, uh, dude, I
2: always use those things. Are those things really worth money? Don't freak me out like that, man.
3: They're worth absolutely jack and shit, just like those fucking punch-out <laughs> cards are going to okay, be. Okay, cool.
4: You're fucking with me, Tim.
1: Don't fuck with me, Tim. <laughs> I don't think they'll ever be worth anything but if you think about it in 5 10 years people might want them for collectors. You know what all the shit at the pre-releases like the cards that are in the pre-release box and shit like that. If you go back to the older sets people are paying money for stupid shit like that like the trials for the Theros. I think this shit's stupid. Like the fight the Hydro deck.
4: Because that shit's autism. cool.
1: No, you get like a you get a legendary artifact, whatever. Oh. When you show up, it's like whenever you play a creature, your creature gets plus two plus two, and there's like no casting cost on it. Yeah. And they're like, it's for the side game. You have it in play when you when you start, and I'm like, what the fuck? And everyone got one.
2: You use it when you fight the Hydra, and then you get one every set. So whenever you fought Xenogod at the. <laughs> End of the block journey into Nick's. you had three of them shits out, and you were just a beast. You were like beast mode from the start. me well,
3: if I'm wrong, but wasn't there a thing like with those where you could enter the code and get a thing on your Planeswalker points back when that was a thing? I do not
1: know. Maybe in Type 2, I don't know what you're saying, John. That sounds like something, but I never really did that. Like the rewards points program? There used to be something called the Magic Player Rewards Program. Where, depending on how many DCI sanctioned tournaments you went to, they would send you out promotional cards and shit. It was like a good, it was kind of like a bonus for tournament players, you know? And them getting rid of it really sucks. Because now, the best thing you can get is, like, badges. You can be like, go to my DCI deal and look, I had, like, three undefeated evenings at my f and Yeah, I wish they did that too, and the thing is, it's not gone. You can still go to the site,
3: still see the things. I don't know if they've turned it off where you can't, like, collect them anymore, you know, like, some of the shit. You know, go to a different continent and play or whatever. We should ask Morrow if that's still active.
2: Morrow, are you still here? No. You are still here, you motherfucker! I told you get out of here, but get back into here real quick. I was hiding in the closet! Why, we want to know why you got rid of the player rewards, man. I want my... Pocket research
4: said... Pocket <laughs> research said you hated it, so if you want it, you have
1: no one to blame but yourselves. We started it, and we thought, hey, giving the player something for free, but they complained, so we said, fine, fuck you! why do you think
2: it is that magic players complain so much because even i did complain about you know textless foil version of cryptic command i mean who knows what all of the things cryptic command does it does so many things
1: so these invocations did you guys see somebody open one of these awesome cards they look fucking insane in, in real life no i didn't
2: nobody at the whole game center at the midnight pre-release opened one Is that crazy?
3: Yeah, I haven't seen one.
1: I basically I went three and one, and the only person I lost to was this teenager that sat across from me. And the first pack he opened had a uh, invocation Ronus the Indomitable. That's the green god. In the same pack, the the rare in the pack was the green god. So he had a double mythic pack, and that's the kid that stomped me because he pulled that shit out every turn. Now. The green god is probably gross as fuck. It's like 12 bucks. It's probably the most expensive god. It's a death touch and destructible god for 3 mana, 5-5. Five, five. Rona the Abdominal can't attack or block unless you have another creature with power 4 or greater. But he has the ability 2 and a green, another target creature gets plus 2 plus 0 and gains trample until end of turn. So you you can pump another creature and then block with this thing. It's fucking cool. This guy's awesome. Yeah, so anyway, you can pump another creature, you just need a 2-2 out there, you can put three mana into another creature and then you can swing with him too. He's Death Touch Indestructible, 5-5. You ever notice how reading the cards just kills conversation? Yeah, I can put it in posts. I just wanted you guys to know what it does, because the ability is what makes him awesome. I think he is the easiest to turn on out of all the, the gods and might be playable. Oh, how would you know how to turn him on? You just have to put three mana into him and then rub his dick for a
3: while. So, what about the whole thing that there probably isn't going to be a bolus card in this entire block?
2: Damn it, I have my mic muted. I don't think that there needs to be a bolus card.
1: Damn it, I had my mic muted too. Fuck. Marijuana, Marijuana fixed the memory. (laughs) I don't think there needs to be a
2: bolus card in this block, man. I mean, they've already pretty much spoiled that they would have Nicol Bolas eventually, that he was gonna become part of the storyline. But you need to go through Nicol Bolas's chumps first. So I think that we may see a return of one of his chumps. Like we saw Tesser as his chump on Kaladesh. Maybe on this plane he has like a native chump that the guys have to fight the J-Squad. Or maybe, yeah, the Sarkin Vol, that could be a thing, like he could can take control of Sarkin again, because that guy is always a toy of dragons. But hopefully, somebody comes back that's gonna get his revenge on Nicol Bolas's bitch ass, and that's my boy Ugin. I think that we'll probably see a Ugin card before we see the Bolas card, but I'm not sure. That is a bold
3: prediction. I like that.
1: That is bold. That is a bold statement. That is shooting for the uh, low odds on that one. If you if you look on the cards, there is like a pair of Bolas horns in like one out of three of the art. Even the green cards, like, Chandler Initiate. she's like, bah! and, like, the energy coming off her is, like, the lust horns. It's like, they're really, really fucking shoving him down your throat. The one card I really liked was Approach the Second Sun. Did you guys play against that card? But
3: I think the only reason they're shoving him is so they can sell that supplemental product of the arch Enemy, And... You know, it would make sense in their minds that you've got Bolas in there, then you're not going to have them in, you know. Yeah, like
2: but that state. doesn't count unless they make that tournament playable besides in Legacy, which well, I doubt so. They set the And way. I doubt.
3: They never said anything about bringing him into Standard. They said it will be part of the story, so Supplementals can be part of the story, you know.
1: Here's the thing. We made him three mana, and we're going to ban him a week after Standard starts. He <laughs> uh, just costs
4: one blue, one black, one red, and his abilities uh, are plus two. Draw a card and then destroy target permanently.
1: It's like one black, red, and a waste. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> oh my god, Maro, you're killing us. Alright, so approach the second sun, it's got the bulls horns, it's just like a big bullus horns. You get seven life, and if it's the second time you cast it, you win the game. And then you put it seven cards down in your deck. So then turn to your friend and you go, go, you have seven turns to beat me. <laughs> 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 that card's such a dick card. Oh,
2: that's crazy.
1: You gained seven life too, so you're like, fuck it, it's just harder for you to kill me for seven turns.
2: So, uh, I think that if they do bring Bolas back this block, I think that we would have saw more of his kind of cards in this set. Like, yeah, there's a lot of Bolas in the artwork, but we're Bolus's servants. I think we're just gonna see another Servant of Bolas we may see some reprints of some Bolas cards like uh, a reprint of Cruel Ultimatum or uh, Augur of Bolas or what was the Bolas card that you could it was a human and you could sacrifice a creature to gain X life and draw X cards that was a cool Bolas card
3: well I think they're setting Liliana up to be a Servant of Bolas too oh She's going to betray the J-Squad, man. Well, of course she's going to betray the J-Squad. I mean, she's she's not a good color for, you know, Maro's little fucking fantasy world. I mean, if she was blue, she would never do that, but...
1: Is there a card that can search up a sorcery in standard? Uh, that ring to light card, right? But I don't think it can not get the uh, the card I want, that that seven mana win the game card, because you, you can put run four of those in a deck. If you just have one way to tutor it up then you could play just cast it twice and gain seven life. There's also another combo with Illusory Wrappings which is a, an enchantment that makes a creature of 2 base toughness for three mana. You pair that with Tree of Perdition so on turn four you play Tree of Perdition, turn five you play Illusory Wrappings on your on your Tree of Perdition and then you can tap it and you exchange your 0-2 toughness with their life total and so they get two and then you shock them or some way to finish them off but there's gonna be a lot of stupid little combo shits in standard i think they're making it so a lot of different decks can win with different little weird strategies yeah that shit's not gonna work
2: it's strange that they would put like last block they put the combo in two separate sets of the block though like they put the planeswalker in the first set and then put that stupid cat in the second set
1: well there is the unlimited mana combo that they have with the devoted druid and the the new guy that whenever you put a minus one minus one counter on something you take a minus one minus one counter on so you can just keep unlimitedly untapping him and creating green mana on turn three in modern. and those went from 70 cents to five bucks and somebody bought them all out on tcg and on star city by like one person overnight so i mean But say you i'm just saying what's it you tim were you taking bathtub selfies in a bathtub full of devoted druid? Sid, I have a collection of slightly too severely bent foil goblin guides going up on ebay shortly. I'm not going to try that experiment again.
3: <laughs> yeah, that whole seance thing really wiped you out, didn't it?
1: God, who knew they would reprint that card? Fuck! <laughs>
3: I I really like to think that that was literally a meta fuck you on behalf of Wizards, but
1: I just don't think they're that clever. When people draft that deck correctly, that card is so fucking stupid. God.
2: So what do you think draft is going to be like in this format? Because I found that even the sealed games, like we were getting it done and not a lot of people were going to turns.
1: I played slow and dirtily. There's a lot of blue counter and bounce and stuff like that. So I mean, they make a lot of viable strategies. I basically was playing green huge monsters and then playing like blue disruption and card draw. So I was just, everyone hated playing against me, but I was just like counter, bounce your guy, but counter, counter. And I'm like playing these little mana dorks and then finally I'm like, worm. Worm! i punch you in the face! <laughs> it was fucking awesome, dude. I loved it. Damn, guy, the guy with the gods killed me, though. You love punching him with your worm?
2: Punching him in the face with your worm? Just give him a worm punch? Right in a mush?
1: I call it a worm slap. I go, worm, <laughs> worm slap <laughs> for seven. Worm slap.
3: <laughs> I love it.
2: We the visual more-
3: that comes along with that. We need more worms that split in two after they get destroyed. Those are the best worms.
1: shit. It's about to get real with some love shack.
2: Worm slap is a little old way to make some autistic virgins cry, yeah.
4: Worm slap, baby. Worm slap, baby. Worm slap, baby. Worm
1: slap. <laughs> Say what happened. Seven seven worm worm slap. <laughs> Hold on, let me turn down this music. Um, so Kaladesh um was a failure, but Amonkhet is turning out to be also a failure. But we're gonna say it's amazing. It, it,
3: yeah has has Maro actually done any of his like lessons learned from Kaladesh yet, or is there any like public uh mea culpa that it was not the awesome set?
1: No, but they had an Amaket. They had an Amaket preview show last weekend on Twitch on their MTG, whatever. And it had Marshall sudcliffe one of the guys from development, like Aaron Forskin or something. I don't know. And Morrow, and then that's development. <laughs> and then some other like streamer guy. But they're all sitting around and it was basically just them like talking about the mechanics and I was like, it's so great because I, I added this and this and this and Marshall's like, that's interesting what about this new mechanic? <laughs> He's like, well I didn't make that one let's not talk about that one <laughs> If it wasn't for Marshall's sultry voice and good looks I wouldn't have watched it six times Did they
2: play some of the set? The thing is, is, I know that it's going to be a failure but for right now, I just feel like I'm having fun uh, I'm having fun playing magic, dude, and that's a good thing because I haven't done that in a while
1: So I have a few categories guys What was the card that was the biggest disappointment mm-hmm. that you saw that you thought was awesome? And then actually playing with it suck balls
2: magma spray
1: Just because uh, creatures are too big or what?
2: Yeah Yeah, there was too much booty man especially like black black had like a lot of black and blue they had a lot of stuff that had high toughness man and magma spray was just not getting it done
1: yeah i had five like mana ramp things in my deck so i only ran 16 lands and i was still flooding out so i went down to 15 lands and i had the rare enchantment that you tap and you can get a color of any mana and the third time you put a break counter on it, it now taps for three of any color. But you have to put two mana into making a mana, you have to do that three times. So you have to like lose a mana, lose a mana, lose a mana and then now you have three mana, three mana, anytime you want. And that card, I was like, I'm in a huge green ramp deck, that looks insane. But it took so fucking long to turn that thing on that by the time I had it on, I had like eight natural lands. It didn't matter, you know? I wasn't going to be like on turn 1 and 2 and 3 or, or like the crucial turns, losing a mana every time just to activate it like that. So it's like later on, like turn 4 or 5, that's when I started like tapping it at end step or like using it to cast things. I I just felt like that card was a super disappointment. I thought that was going to help me win, but I just ended up signing it out after the second match.
2: Yeah, that, that sounds like it sucks, dude. Unless you had something ridiculous you wanted to cast, like something that was... Ten or more mana. It's probably just too much to do that. Yeah, I just I said two worms. I was trying to worm slap people. Those worms. Oh, uh, but <laughs> besides the worm slap, you had the crocodile too, and they, you were doing the crocodile rock. Yeah. So I'm not gonna sing that one though.
1: So I had three big things, but a lot of it was just like my mana dorks and bouncing their shit most of the time until I could finally get a bruiser out John what was your experience worst disappointment uh, I'm gonna say tem advisor
3: of whatever the fuck is not, not Sackham or whatever um, yeah. you know he passes the bear test but the flash to bang on this is just like so ridiculously long and there's so many ways to get rid of shit early and I mean honestly he's gonna play better with other sets that have more token y type things. Yeah, uh, I don't think he's that great. 90 cent Tokeny. Rare. Uh, Where have I heard that before where you just
2: add a w- e to the. Hmm. Okay.
1: Mm. Sid's right on track, <laughs> acting like a nutsack, moving <laughs> up your butt crack. All right, so, um. The two toughness is super underwhelming, like you said, but this is a set for them to print these super powerful two drop guys. Because other sets, they would just be the fucking best things in standard or monsters of limited or whatever. But now, they made the rest of the, the format so fast, where these like two drops look insane. Honor Crop Captain. Red, white for a 3-2. Whenever Honor Crop Captain attacks, other attacking creatures get plus 1, plus 0 until end of turn. Boom. No exert. So he's like red white, right into like vehicle type shit, but... Mardu vehicles again. Are we talking about Mardu vehicles? Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, no, but what I'm saying is, this card looks insane in that shit, but the rest of the format's so fast...
2: So, where do you think you'll bring into FNM, like this Friday, I guess? When the set out? Fling.
1: fling. Fling, fling. You're flinging? they I say fling fast enough? Flinging. I'm gonna play, uh, one mana... All right, some kid told me about this last night, and it's so janky that I fucking love it. One mana, the uh, the artifact vehicle from the last set. It's like a seven something or whatever, and you uh, you basically have to crew six it to, to do seven damage with it. But it's like a one mana vehicle that's like huge. And then for three mana, there's that enchantment that turns a vehicle into a creature and gives it first strike and plus three plus zero, so it's doing ten on turn three. And then you fling it right after that. (laughs) What could possibly go wrong?
3: Oh, fuck. So stupid. I want to do that. (laughs) Oh, if if only there was removal. I want to do it. (laughs)
0: It
1: sounds insanely stupid.
4: Oh, man.
1: But he's he's a vehicle sitting there until you go for it, you know? People are like, what the Uh, fuck is this guy doing?
3: I I think they're going to figure it out pretty fucking fast if that's like the only thing you have (laughs) on the (laughs) board. It's gonna work. It's
2: gonna work at least once, and whoever it works on is gonna be so fucking pissed.
1: I came down to standard for this <laughs> Oh my god, I'm gonna wait I'm gonna wait around 45 minutes now Thanks. Fuck is god.
2: this like the standard version Of Gorya's Vengeance at this point? Is that <laughs> what you're trying to do? You're trying to play Gorya's Vengeance in
4: standard?
1: I don't know, but it was the jankiest thing That I've heard in fucking years So I started first out laughing I'm like, I have to build this thing cause The whole deck costs like 15 bucks to build it, You know what? I, you know what would really make that fucking fantastic
3: Is if you Run that in modern with like that enchantment that makes all your shit hexproof and indestructible, then you can really have some fun. Oh, damn.
2: That's that is the jankiest thing I've heard in years. That's awesome.
1: I'm probably gonna be actually playing green red fling, and that that actually sounds stupid as fuck, but your god you can fling your five 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 god, it costs three. Just like, I mean, you can attack with all this shit and then finish them off by flinging your biggest oh, that dude. shit is gonna get sold so, so fast
2: so back in the day when i first started playing and all i had was cards from like innistrad and like the latest set so i guess you could say i was playing standard but i wasn't going to the shop yet i was playing with my homeboy i made a fling deck with the um devils man the devils that whenever you cast the instant or sorcery spell they get like plus four plus oh and they're already four fours
1: Charmbreaker devils
2: yeah those yeah those devils dude and i do remember it being very fun it was burning vengeance i, I like drafted burning vengeance and i was like when i go home i'm gonna build a burning vengeance deck and i put that combo in it and that shit. Never fucking worked. Every time I tried to do it, somebody <laughs> foiled my plan. Because they knew. Because I would tell them, like, before we started the game, this is what I built my deck yeah, to do. So it's gonna know. be awesome.
3: Just like yeah. so don't feel bad when I'm stomping your face with this fling deck.
1: Did you guys notice there was an uptick after Fling was released? Lupin prototype. Two mana for a five five. Lupin prototype can attack or block unless you have zero cards in hand. It's a total garbage went up from six to seven cents. That's a, that's a oh. good fling target right there. I'd like to fling
3: me some of that. Hey, here's a stupid question. Like, you use that wolf to, like, crew your shit, and then you fling the vehicle at him and then fling the wolf at him just for injury?
1: That's fucking awesome. Like you said, it's going to be so annoying for people to end games like that. You're like, all right, I'll take five. I'll be at, you know, four or whatever, and they're like, all right, fling, get you. Fucking motherfucker. Like, I was at nine. I thought I could untap and beat you, but fuck. You know what? That red three-mana me an extra turn card that card seems like it might do something because people were playing that shit it was fucking weird i was like that's risky to play that unlimited yeah somebody played
2: it against me and then you know just lost like the card says it said you lose the game and he was just like oh yeah okay well I lose the game now and I'm like yeah okay (laughs) sign the match slip idiot
1: (laughs) I know I thought that was risky people playing it and limit (laughs) it but one guy beat me with it in a game I ended up beating him in the match but it's like I had two guys left and I fucking left him back to block to chump and survive and then swing lethal back on him and then he basically when I went to my untap step he ended my turn and went back and crushed again I was like
2: fuck shit dude Ah. I did not see that card do anything good. And I even asked Sandy Bell because she ended up playing it in her deck, and I was like, how'd this go? She was like, I lost the game. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I figured.
1: <laughs> it just says you lose the game on it. Like, why would you play that? You're gonna draw that in your opening hand, and it's just gonna be sitting there the whole game, just being like, you don't wanna play this now.
2: You don't wanna play this now. No, it's telling you how the game's gonna end. If you read it very closely, you lose for having that card, like, in your deck instead of, like, another creature, you know? Like, if that was a four-drop creature instead,
1: you might have a chance. That's not reminder text. That's predictive text. That's
2: the future. That is. I've never seen a magic card that predicted the future before, but they've fucking done it, man. Morrow, you've done it, you bastard.
1: Yeah, it's called Time Spiral, jackass.
4: (laughs) Predicting that. Sure.
1: Alright, next card. What was the card that impressed you the most, that you didn't even know about or heard of, but that you saw you're like, wow, this card's a fucking shit.
2: Green Memorial, dude. Like, hands down, no problem. Every time I played that shit and had creatures to play afterwards, it was great.
3: John? Uh, I'm going for Sacred Cat. I mean, 1-1 one, one for 1 with Life and a one-drop bomb. I mean, that's pretty fucking decent.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's not that good. It was hard to get through that shit, I know it sucked, but it was like they just had early, like, fucking roadblocks, that's why the bear's not great. Yeah,
3: especially with, like, the cycling, I mean, and, and, like, literally everything else from Bomb is, like, you know, like, fucking four or five mana, something like that.
2: No, that one drop, the Fanny Bandit, the dude with the fan, that guy, I made a nickname for him, the Fanny Bandit, that guy is a pain in the ass, he's a tapper, that guy's good, but that cat? No. No,
3: <laughs> that cat is going to be the Caribbean inspector for this. Oh set.
2: no! You think so,
3: dude? I seriously think so because, like, seriously, look at the other embalm costs, especially in white, and it's like such a low embalm cost. People are going to be running four of, cycling in their graveyard and pulling shit back out stronger than it went in. If
2: Smuggler's Copter was still in standard, I think so, but. I don't know about that. I would like to be proven wrong on this, but I just didn't think that was very good. All it was was a minor annoyance to me.
1: <laughs> well, Sid, I think, I think people will run it. Well, right now, in you have the Cat Lord as well, so people will run that thing, cycle through, and get to the Cat Lord, and then they'll embalm him back. And uh, I think, I think it could be. It's just, it's so annoying. If you're playing an aggro deck, like I saw people play aggro decks, there are so many, like, 0-4s and 1-4s and 0-3s and stuff for very, very cheap. So, I mean, the board gets clogged right away. So the aggro players I see get frustrated, and then the people with 5 and 6 drops in their deck are just like, now it's my turn to win. And uh, that's, what lib- that's what sealed should be like. But I wonder what draft's going to be like. I mean, can you make a hyper-aggro deck?
2: Probably, dude. There's definitely combos in there. Uh, in round three, I like scooped game one on turn six because he played uh, Regal Caracal, the guy that makes two cat tokens, and then he played Mirror Vizier, which is basically a clone. So he cloned his cat, so he had like five 4-4 cats, or no, sorry, six 4-4 cats, and I was just like, yep, nope. I'm not going to beat that. Let's go get you.
1: <laughs> yeah. That sounds stupid as fuck. Now, um, the card that I thought uh, impressed me the most was... Um, I played against a guy who had the, the white parallel lives card. So every time he makes a token, he gets a double another token. And then he had the enchantment that every time he cycles, he can pay one and make a 2-2 bird. But he was waiting for me to attack or swing in and cycling a card making two birds for one mana and then like killing my shit that way and he'd just sit back and he was just had tons of cyclers so i was like never really wanted to attack into him until i like made a worm and even then i knew he was going to cycle into something and just chump the worm
3: slapping the worm so i like worm slap
1: had the enchantment out there and i was like wait till i get a new green creature and then be like boom give the worm plus two plus two and trample and then this is how i finished him off it's just like it took so long we went to time we went to time but i had one game one so i ended up getting the win and then uh i was like rushing to the table and people like what's wrong tim and i was like i've never gotten a time before this bullshit i have to play me the next round sober this fucking bullshit i I didn't get
3: to smoke weed and like all angry and fucking shit, it's fucked up. <laughs> hey, remember uh, when I said there's too much autism at midnight? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: dude, he totally went autistic. He went full re because he couldn't smoke yeah, he,
3: between. He went full rain, man. I
2: know that pain, dude. That's why you gotta stop fucking playing magic at the shop and just play magic at home like, I almost thought about just going in and get my pre rebox box and then just being like, okay, well, I'm gonna drop now and go home, play this, but uh, Belle Mears was having a lot of fun at Star City. She's always uh, easy to make friends with these dirty virgins. She accepts them, but yeah. they just make me <laughs> not yeah,
3: I, I don't know. Yeah. It's because they're all trying to get her, uh, or megamorph.
2: Yeah, they can't though. They ain't they ain't got the mana to turn that one face up, bro. Just saying. Ooh. This shit's weak.
1: Alright, pull up the mythic spoiler, guys. I want you guys, I want your vote on the ugliest person from Amoncat.
3: Alright, hold on. Now do they have to be a human person or just like any.
1: Well, I mean, they don't have to be, but I mean, if you pick like a fucking decaying zombie or something, it's kind of like fish in a barrel, don't you think?
3: Oh, well, it's got to be the uh Oshara cultivator. I mean, Jesus Christ, look at that fucking, you know, anti-Trump bullshit.
1: What color is that?
3: It's a uh, green one-drop common.
1: That's the chick with the uh, mohawk?
3: No, she's got, it's like, she's bald on one side, she's got three braids, and then she's got, like, you know, a fucking regular hair on the back, like she's been at Berkeley for seven years, working on her undergrad in women's studies or some shit. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, I wonder how many people are writing in asking if she's, like, uh, transgender or something. Tea girl
1: Yeah, her hair's shaved on the sides, so it's, it's like, it's... That's what it looks like when you have your mohawk down cuz it's shaved on the sides like that. She's like in a bottle of Elmer's glue away from total mohawk. It's mohawk in, the, in in the weeds, man. Are you saying she's
2: there's a chick down at the coffee shop named Carl that has that haircut. She works down there.
1: I bet she's a punk chick and she goes out and mohawks it up at night. She's named after Carl from The
2: Walking Dead. What do you call a fast zombie? A zombie coral. Why don't crabs give to charity?
1: Dad, stop. Because they are shellfish. They are shellfish, Coral! Alright, honorable mention for ugliest, Cursed Minotaur. That look guy it looks like he's anorexic, but he looks kind of cut. He looks cut, dude.
2: Dude, I'm going to have to go with uh, Ronas for the ugliest, man. You know, he's the ugliest god for sure. Like, he looks like he's ready to beat some ass. The guy, is, like all business.
1: I think Kevnet is the dumbest-looking one. His head looks like a pencil. I fucking hate that thing. It's he's like a little bird beak on this like huge body. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just the okay. Those are just the uh, monuments, though, because I mean, you
3: don't know what they really look like. No, you do. They're gods.
2: It's oh, no, you don't know what they really look like, They don't like, know. Man. That's,
3: that's like saying, like, if you saw the MGM Grand in Vegas, you know what a lion looks like. No.
1: <laughs> look, Kevna is in the air. It's not like they put a monument in the air. Dude, they can do that. They have mana, dude.
3: He sure does have a slippery-looking head, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, he looks stupid as fuck. But those are monuments. I think those are the actual living, moving things. So, um, this year, the Menagerie... I think that guy looks stupid as fuck as a snake creature. Well, you know what?
3: Stapcaster Caster Mage looks stupid as fuck, but he's worth 30 bucks.
2: Uh, I like the Nagas, dude. Everything's stupid as fuck compared to my Nagas. Because my Nagas look dope.
1: I have to say, they nailed the cat snake. They nailed that cat snake, though, that prowling serpent part. There's so many ways that that art could go bad. But it looks great, dude. It looks fucking cool.
2: Straight up.
1: All right, Sid, I think it's about that time. What time is it?
2: Fuck, man. I can't finish this burrito. Got to wrap it up. Wrap it
3: up, dog. That's what she said.
1: I want to give a shout out to Gorilla Glue. It's the new strain I tried this week. Very potent, skunky smell. This bud is very sticky, and it's a sativa, so it can be smoked just about any time. It's energetic. And when you open this jar, people are sure to know it from across the room. Sid, where can we find you? So y'all can get in on everything
2: Magic and Hash and become like a true brother and good man by going to our Patreon, or woman, uh, ladies can give us duggets too, over on patreon.com slash magicandhash. You get early access to the episodes, exclusive merchandise, and some shit that only Patreon subscribers get, and I can't tell you about it here because you know of certain agencies that might be listening in. But get on that shit, give us some nuggets. We're gonna hook you up in return. Follow me on Twitter at the Sid I ain't been getting any Twitter followers because of this show. So I'm starting to think that people don't listen. So starting next week, I'm going to start saying my Twitter handle at the beginning of the show.
1: Sid, secret merchandise. Are you talking about those Magic and Hash condoms that we had printed up? I guess the stamp machine was pretty aggressive on those condoms. So we don't take any liability for births <laughs> that happened because of the Magic and Hash condoms. But we, you know, look for those. John, Just make
2: you? sure that you come softly. Like, don't don't push it, don't force it out, and you should be alright. We need
1: brand recognition.
3: If you haven't uh, done that for a few days, then you might want to use something else as your first choice. This is like a, you know, turn eight, turn nine kind of product. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we just felt like it was a great advertising spot
3: on your dick. Yeah, just, yeah, just like instead of jizzing a little flag that says bang comes
1: out. God. To help contribute to all the fun and magic here at Magic and Ash, please donate at www.patreon.com backslash Magic and Thanks for your support. Where do people throw rocks at you, John?
3: Well, hey, I want to give out a shout out to Azathromasen, otherwise known as Z-Pax, the thing that clears out your infections of all types very easily, but at the same time is probably leading us towards a dystopian future because bacteria become antibiotic resistant. So thanks a lot guys, I like it a lot, but you know, the next generation you're probably fucked Uh, In the meantime you can totally find me covering all the stories involving Jason Roskam, since I'm just an innocent mild-mannered reporter and totally not Jason Roskam.
1: like that time in that Star Wars movie, right? Mid-range. (laughs) Mid-rangey. mid range <laughs> hit us up at magicandhash at gmail.com with all your inquiries magic underscore timmy on twitter Tim Kempter on facebook hit any of us up we'll add you to our facebook group thanks for getting blissed with us peace out